What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. And this is my AEW Dynamite review from the June 10th, 2020 episode. And let's jump right into this bitch. This was a pretty average show of Dynamite. Because, man, like, aside from... The opening match with the in-ring debut of FTR. Everything else on this show, I, I I don't know if it's just me that I'm growing a little bit tired of AEW. Just a little bit in certain aspects of, of it. But, man, like there's nothing exciting about the show whatsoever. And it's just another typical AEW show. And before I even get into the first match of the night... Chris Jericho is back on commentary. Great to have Jericho back on commentary. And the first match of the night, it was FTR versus Butcher and Blade. And this was probably the best match Butcher and Blade has had in their AEW career. This is what we need to see more of in AEW. None of that flippy. I hate to sound like Cornette. I hate to sound like this 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 kind of mark or whatever but man like after a while when you watch match after 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 effing match and you just get tope flip power driver no cell super kick super kick tope flip corkscrew moonsault whatever and it leads to a bunch of near falls, near falls, near falls. And we're five minutes into the match. It gets a little tiring. This match right here, I like the pace of the match. I like the the hard-hitting just nature of it. It just felt like a fight. It didn't feel like a bunch of, like, yo, like, at this second, like, when you roll me out the ring, I'm going to just stand there and wait for you, and I'm going to just, and I'm going to catch you, all right? Then I'm going to run over to the other side, and I'm going to catch you again to do the toe. It was. It didn't feel like that. It felt like a fight, which wrestling needs to be. Like in the early going of the match, Cash was like going head to head with um with um Butcher. Then like he hits Butcher with like a shoulder tackle or whatever. Then Cash is like faking a shoulder injury. The ref is like, no, nah, no, nah, come on. Cash rolls up Butcher one two near fall. I like that. I like that shit. Then there was something. Later in the middle of the match where I've never seen the Revival do. Well, they don't go by the Revival anymore. But I've never seen FTR do this. If they have, my mistake, I've never seen it. But Dax goes for a, a superplex on Blade. Does it, but Cash tags in before the suplex. Dax does a, does a suplex to Blade. Cash drops an elbow onto Blade. I've never seen him, this man go up top. i never see him even sniff the top rope at all and gets the near fall. I was like, okay. Then they hit Shatter Machine on Butcher. Not called Shatter Machine no more. Now it's called the Good Night Express. I like that name. I see what they did there. And then they did the Spike Power Driver to Blade. One, two, three, and FTR pick up the win over Butcher and Blade. And what I thought was match of the night, match of the week, this was probably the best match out of both shows, NXT and AEW, this was a really, really, really good match. Even though it was short, I don't think there was any commercial breaks during this match. 
This was a pretty good match. It was really good. After that, FTR is being interviewed by Tony Schiavone. The Young Bucks come out. They're saying, you disrespected us. We've been carrying um, the tag team division on our backs. We're the best tag team in the world for almost a decade and a half. They get attacked by Butcher. FTR starts jumping on Butcher. Omega and Paige come out to help. I like this. I, I, I like it. I like it. My only thing with this is, if I'm going to be honest, save the Young Bucks and FTR for All Out and buy All Out. Either FTR or the Bucks have to take the titles off of Hangman Page and Omega so that way at All Out we could get Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. However they're going to do it. How If they're going to pull a fast one and have Kenny turn heel because he's sick of Hangman's shit or he's going to have... Hangman turn heel and then break away from the elite. However, they're going to do it at All Out. This is my prediction. This is what they need to do. Not prediction. This is what they need to do. The main event of All Out should be the Young Bucks versus FTR for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Whether FTR has the belts or the Young Bucks has the belts, that's how that pay-per-view needs to end. Then after all of this, this is when the show just falls off a cliff and I couldn't really care for it at all. After that... The Natural Nightmares are backstage, and Dasha announced that next week, Dustin Rhodes and the Apple guy, QT Marshall, they have a match for the AEW Tag Team Championships next week. What did they do to get a title shot? I'm still confused as to what, what match did they win, right, to give them the right. To fight for the AEW Tag Team Championships against Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Can someone please tell me what happened? Then Ali is with QT Marshall and I don't know why. Dustin tells QT you got to get your head in the game and leave Ali out of it. Because you're, I don't even know why you're with her. She's wearing Brandy's family jacket or whatever. I mean, hey, I can't blame QT Marshall. Do you look at Ali? She's stunning, gorgeous, drop-dead gorgeous. But for the Natural Nightmares to have a championship match next week, out of the blue, I don't get it. Then we get into a tag team match, and it was Penelope Ford and Nyla Rhodes versus Chris Statlander, the alien who no one gives a fuck about. That's not her name, it's just Chris Statlander. And Okawa This match... This match was okay. I didn't hate this match. It's just there was a lot of sloppy, sloppy, sloppy wrestling shit in this match. And it's like, yo, yeah, I understand some of these people haven't been wrestling for a long period of time, right? I am no wrestler. I've never stepped foot in a wrestling ring, right? So just by looking at what they're doing... It's, it's hard to, to do what they do. I understand that. But when you're on national TV and you're proclaiming to be the best women's wrestler, the best disc wrestler, and you can't throw a clothesline, you can't give a clothesline, you can't take a bump properly, you can't roll, you don't know how to run a rope, that just shows me either you're not taking the time out to learn it, or you're just half-assing what you're doing. Because, the, like, it's, it's always a pattern with these women's matches. Like, the first match always kicks ass. 
always the first opening segment of the night kicks ass. Then we get a little speed bump of of like a women's match, and then we lose control of the car, and then we fall off a cliff until our deaths. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes we could, you know, fix ourselves and get right back on the road. But a lot of times, mm. sorry for that little rant. But back into the match. The, as soon as the bell rings, Nyla and Penelope attack Chris and Sheeta. They're going crazy. Chris gives Nyla a weak-looking clothesline. This is what I was talking about. Then Sheeta suplexes Nyla. Chris hits Nyla with like a, a bicycle kick to the back of the head. Near fall. Okay. Then Nyla hangs um, Chris and Sheeta on like the top rope. She gets she goes to the corner, comes to the top, and drops her knee to the back of their heads. Chris does a toe pick to Kim Sabian because Kim Sabian was grabbing her foot, whatever the hell happened. Then Penelope Ford hit Sheeta with the AEW Women's Championship because the ref wasn't looking. Does like this like like the perfect um suplex or whatever the hell. And Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose pick up the victory. Wasn't a bad match. There was they just need to get better in the ring. That's all I'm trying to say. After that, we get a segment with Darby Allen, and he's saying that I'm not clear to wrestle still. Then we get a cameo from Tony Hawk saying that, well, you don't need a doctor here to skate. So, to me, you're clear. Then he's trying to, like, drop in on, like, on like this little half ramp thing right from the ladder. And he's falling and falling and falling until he finally does it. And Tony Hawk is like, good shit. After that, we get a Britt Baker video package, an update on, on her injury. Then she's talking shit about Big Swole, saying that no one wants to hear you talk about overcoming obstacles, because what about the obstacles that I have to overcome? Because, you know, when I was in school, I had to take a major exam that I didn't study for, but of course I aced it, because I'm just Britt Baker. There's just little comments that she makes in her promos that makes her seem like the biggest like bitch in the world and I like that but I said it I think it was last week's um review on Dynamite can we please when Rip Baker comes back from injury can her first few not be against Big Swole because just last week Big Swole I think it was last week Big Swole was saying I haven't wrestled in over two or three months she hasn't wrestled she hasn't wrestled again so what are you gonna do just have her sit in the crowd go crazy until Britt Baker comes back and that's going to be her first fight again after three, four months. And then she's going to lose to Britt Baker. Come on now. Come on now. After that, we get a tag team match. And it was the Inner Circle versus Best Friends. It was Santana, Ortiz, and Jake Hager versus, you know, Trent, Chuck Taylor, and Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed. No pulp. Inner Circle attack Best Friends. Trent does a tope to Hager. Chuck does like this flip over the top rope to Santana and Ortiz. Orange Cassidy does a tope to Hager, Hurricanrana to both Santana and Ortiz. Then he does a splash to Ortiz, Spike DDT Santana. And best friends pick up the victory. After the match, Chris Jericho was beside himself. He was livid. Left commentary. Left good old JR and Caliber, Excalibur, Caliber X, whatever the hell. And Tony... And then he attacks the best friends with the help of Floyd, the bat. Jericho hits Cassidy in the head with the bat. He's bleeding from his ear, from his head. And then Jericho starts to beat 
the shit out of Orange Cassidy with a bag of oranges. I am not making this shit up. Chris Jericho beat Orange Cassidy with a bag of oranges. It was a funny segment. I give it that. Like, I give it that. I'm surprised no one has done it already. And if someone has done it, then, you know, I haven't seen it. But this is the first time someone has just thought of the idea to beat Orange Cassidy with a bag of oranges. Hey, it was good. At least it happened in AEW, right? After that, we get MGF. He's cutting a promo. He's saying that I'm a great white. Swimming with a bunch of Nemos, whatever, some little fishes, whatever, some little fishies, whatever. Saying that there's a ceiling. I've been undefeated and this and that. And then Billy Gunn decides to get upset. After that, we get Sammy Guevara versus Colt. Boom, boom, boo, Cabana. Cabana tries to hit his finisher, slips on the rope. Sammy Guevara takes advantage of the situation. And Sammy Guevara picks up the win over Cabana. After that, Evil Uno and Grayson, we haven't seen them in months. They come out with Brody Lee and the rest of the Dark Order. And Cabana, instead of walking through the babyface entrance, he walks back through the heel entrance. So is Cabana joining the Dark Order? Sammy Guevara is pissed off, played my music, I'm the one that won the match. Screw the Dark Order. And then Matt Hardy comes out and starts doing a matter of facts. See what he did there? And comes out and tells Sammy, like, you're the future of AEW. I see a lot of Matt Hardy in Sammy Guevara. And what you need to do is to leave Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara's like, why should I listen to you? You try to kill me, run me over with, with the golf carts. Then Matt Hardy starts twitching, turns into Broken Matt, and says that he will turn Sammy Guevara into Mofongo and eat him. Whatever, it's 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 broken. But I, I honestly, I don't know where you're gonna like. Matt Hardy came in with like this huge momentum, so much momentum. He was involved in the the, the Stadium Stampede match and that great street fight on Dynamite a couple of weeks back, and now he's done nothing besides hype up Private Party and try to kill Sammy Guevara on national TV. That's it. After that, we get Joey Janela saying that one time I was king of, I was king of the world. I was main eventing with John effing Moxley. And now, six months later, I'm doing nothing. I'm wrestling on AEW Dark. Then he's drunk. He's drinking. Then Sonny Kiss is driving around. I don't even know what car. They didn't even show it. They just showed him, like, driving. He's like, hey, Joey, you want to ride? Gets in, and they drive off, and it says to be continued. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Whatever. Then it's announced that next week we're going to get Billy versus MJF. The only reason why they're calling him Billy is because WWE stopped Billy Gunn from using the Billy Gunn name. So they're just going to call him Billy. So it's Billy versus MJF. Why do we need to see this match? I don't know. Then we're going to get the Less Sex Gods versus the Best Friends. Then we have an AEW Tag Team Championship match. Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega versus the Natural Nightmares. Then we have Super Bad Death Squad. That sounds awful. Versus the Young Bucks. Then we have the TNT Championship. And this is all for next week. I can't wait. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? 
I bet you can. Yay. After that, we get John Moxley. He's coming into the arena. Can we please stop doing this shit? Like, there's nobody there. There's not a... Whatever. I'm not even going to get into that. He's being interviewed by Alex Marvez. Moxley is pissed off that Taz keeps saying that Brian Cage is going to beat him and take the AEW championship from him. No one is going to do that because I am the best wrestler in the world, whatever the fuck he says. Then Cage attacks John Moxley. They start fighting. Then Cage tosses Mox into the back on, like, window of the car. And it crashes. Listen, I, I don't want to seem like I'm hating on this show, right? But... None of these things are exciting me or, or making me look forward to either next week's episode or Fighter Fest, in my honest opinion. Brian Cage, like I said, it, it may, people are telling me that he's really good. So I want to give him a chance. But from what I've seen, it's just, I, 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 I don't know, I just can't get into it. I just can't get into the Brian Cage character. That's just me. Then we get into the main event for the TNT Championship. Cody versus Mark Quinn from Private Party. At this point, I kind of checked out. I was like, yeah, I don't really care. Only thing I really saw from this match was Quinn does a 450 to Cody on the stage. Cody has, like, Mark Quinn in, like, this, like, weird ankle lock, knee bar submission. Quinn taps out. Cody is still your TNT champion. Hager comes out, attacks Arn, attacks Cody. Private Party comes out, attacks Hager with a bunch of chairs. Matt Hardy clothesline Hager out the ring. Inner Circle come out, and they start brawling, brawling. Oh, my God. Typical AEW finish to an episode. Brawling, brawling, and then they face the black. Then Cody just flat out says, like, I know what you're trying to tell me by attacking me. You want a match for the TNT championship. I'm like, okay, that's who he's going to fight next week. And he goes, no, we're going to fight at Fighter Fest. It's not that I don't like Jake Hager, but why is Jake Hager getting a shot at the TNT Championship before a guy like Darby Allin? Whatever, whatever. And that was the end of this episode of AEW Dynamite. And the only thing that I really liked from this show was FTR versus Butcher and Blade. I would like to see more from them because they're really they're. I don't know if they fought before in the indies or whatever, but they're really good together. They're, they have, if this is the first time they've ever met in the ring and wrestled, they have really good chemistry. FTR versus Butcher and Blade was really good. And the segment with Jericho beating Orange Cassidy with a bag of oranges, I got a little laugh out of that. But everything else about this show, I just couldn't care. But that is the end of this AEW Dynamite review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. And if you enjoyed this AEW Dynamite review, be sure to hit that like with a Stone Cold Stunner. And in the comments, let me know. Did you like AEW Dynamite? Did you hate AEW Dynamite? Did you even watch AEW Dynamite? Or were you watching NXT instead? Let me know in the comment section down below. I go by the name Unknown. Pipe Bomb.